This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good morning, everyone. We will be continuing. I think this is our third part series on the halachot and hanhagot that we learn from uh, the Holy Baba Sadir Bishrael Abichsira. Yeah. Uh, so we were we, we stopped by the halachot of uh, of Shmona Isre. Here by Shmona Isre, I mean again I'm just I'm picking out things that I think that we we have benefit in, in, in learning from. I'm sure everything we have benefit, but uh, for sake of brevity. You know, he didn't used to shake during Tefillah. Baba Saleh would stand straight and he would um and and he would uh, he he would stand there for tefillah. He wouldn't have a particularly very long tefillah. It would be with all the kavanot, all the kabbalistic kavanot. But it wouldn't be particularly long. He would he know he would know how to do it in a way that was uh, that was efficient. And at the same time, he he added in all of the kavanot. Now during Chazarat Hashatz, of course, he was very particular that the tzibur should answer Baruch Hu Baruch Shemu. We know that from many places how. He, he insists, Baruch uh, Baruch Shemu, based on the words of Abir Yaakov Shari Teshuva in Ofen Chav Gimel, how he discusses the importance of answering Baruch Hu Baruch Shemu on all Barachot. So we know Baba Sali was, was uh, particular in this area, whether you were Yotzeye Dechova or by Chazaret Ashatz, even if you were not fulfilling your obligation of Shemona Isre. But nevertheless, he was very um, he was very particular. He said people should also know the meaning of the words Amen, which is Amet and Ken Emet and Ken Yiratzon. Of course, a higher Kabbalistic level is Amen, is the gematria of... Uh, of of uh, eighty one, which is uh, I'm sorry of ninety one, which is the combination of yutke vavke and adnut havaya and adnut. So he would uh, he he would always stress the importance of having proper kavana in in amen and uh, and, uh, and and he was very particular that a person should uh, should 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 always have kavana during the whole chazarat hashatz. Okay. Birkat Kohanim. Where's Adam? Birkat Kohanim. Okay. Thank you. So he was very careful that the Kohanim... Adam, you're not going to like this, but this is what he, I'm, I'm going to mention it anyways. He's very careful that the Kohanim should have beards. Okay, fine. So you have a beard. Very good. So keep it. So this is very, very particular that, that Kohanim should have beards. Because uh, they are the ones who are commanded on bringing down the Shefa. Thank you. They are the ones commanded on bringing down the Shefa, bringing down the energy from Shamaim. So if they cut off, the, the Shefa comes through their beard. So if they cut off the Shefa of their beard, how is it going to translate over to us? So uh, 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 to, to a point that he got upset at a Rav in a synagogue that he let Kohanim go up that they had uh, that they they didn't have a beard now this is obviously a great level midat the chasidut nowadays we 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 can yell at rabbanim that let kohanim go up that do all types of inappropriate stuff very inappropriate not necessarily shaving their beard but that was his uh, that was his thing baba sadi was very particular in this in this area and uh, and so i'll mention it as a midat chasidut definitely that's something that that he that he cared about a lot. Okay, vidui, vidui and nefilat apaim. Vidui, 
As I mentioned many times, I'm sure you've heard me say before, is that the original custom of Vidui by the Sfaradim was nefilat uh, means falling on your face, means literally that, that like we see the Ashkenazim do till today, is that you, they, they, you bend down on your arm and all of our grandfathers, great-grandfathers, that's how they used to do Vidui. We stopped it because since we, we mentioned a very powerful Mizmor, so we are careful and we are afraid that if we don't have the proper covenant vidui, it can actually damage us. We gave a whole shiur on it in the past. I think you could look it up on Torah anytime. And, and in this area, Baba Saleh was like the old minhag. Nifilata paim would mean he would sit and he would put his face on his arm and he would say, Le David Hashem Which I don't think is such a big chidush, but for some people it is because we don't see it done nowadays. But people had proper kavanah. So he, he, he would do it. Now, on Hilulot, usually, the Sfaradim do always say Tahanun, right? We all say Tahanun. Jeremy, we had this out before. So here you'll be a little bit vindicated because Baba Saleh, during the Hilula of the Abir Yaakov, his father Bimesod, and his brother Ateret Roshen Rabbi David, would not say Fidui. That's a Chidush. It's because most times... We find that we both find that that uh, that that the tzaddikim would say vidui on times like on on, on times even if it's hilulot makes no difference. And I I mentioned also chabad's minhag is that they say on all the hilulot of their rabbanim they say vidui, and uh, and there's no reason not to say vidui. And but it's interesting, Baba Sala did have this custom, which is funny because according to that Rizal, there is an obligation to always say vidui whenever you can. So I'd like to look more into this, why he did this, but this is what's written. However, on days, and, um, and this is not going to be, uh, not going to be so, um, you know, it, it, the, 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 the more Zionistic people are not going to be happy with it. We have to know how to take this on Yom Ha'atzma'ut and, and, and the days of the Yom, uh, uh, Yom Yerushalayim even. He would say Vidui and he wouldn't add on anything. He wouldn't add on Halel or anything of the like. He, I'm sure, he had tremendous hoda'at to Hashem on the on the fact that we have uh, that we that we were delivered for many nisim, but he felt that it wasn't a it wasn't his uh, his place to start adding on things in tefillah. He kept his regular nusach tefillah. That's what's written over here. Sefer Yisrael Sabakadisha, page one twenty four. Now, Chok um, Yisrael. He was very uh, he, he was very particular that people should read Chokli said because he said sometimes people are not going to end up on learning their whole life having a seder of learning Gemara every day of learning of learning uh, uh, of, of learning uh, all of the the facets of Torah and in Chokli Yaakov you have an opportunity to do all that every day so he was a big proponent of uh, of Chokli uh, of uh, I'm sorry Chokli Israel Chokli Israel okay Mincha. He, I'm just. I'm going to go a little bit faster over here, Minchavit, because I want to get to Limud Torah, which is really what I wanted to discuss. Mincha, he would be careful to do it always close to the end of Shkia, close to the close to the night. Baruch Ata Adunai, Eloheinu Melech Haolam Sheikol Yamid Baruch. I didn't hear Baruch Hu Shemov right away. Ah, you said okay. Fine. Now we're learning with Baba Sali. We can't, you know, can't mess. Now. Um, There was many stories that he had to go to do Minha while he was in the car. 
and he just told the driver to stop. Driver wouldn't stop. There was once where he was going from Budnim to Erashidia, yeah, and uh, and 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 uh, the driver didn't want to stop. So uh, he so Baba said, he told him, listen, let me get off the bus. It wasn't with the driver; it was with the bus. He told him, let me get off the bus. As soon as he got off the bus, bus couldn't move. <laughs> okay, it's an easy, easy way to easy way to solve the problem, right? Same thing when he was once on a taxi on the way from uh, from Ramle to Yerushalayim. The taxi driver didn't want to stop. Uh, he got off. The taxi driver couldn't continue. Um, yeah, there was there was. Uh, They they uh, they uh, they once actually he was with his son Larbiakov Torjiman to the they were going to the city of Miknes which was a very very thin road now if they would stop on that road nobody else could pass he says we have no choice we have to stop we have to pray they stopped they got down all of a sudden there was a police officer that appeared that started directing traffic around the car. After they finished Tefillah, no more police officer. They didn't see him anymore. Okay. These were Ritzon Yirav Yaseh, the Tzadikim, who are, uh, are are very close to Hashem. Hashem takes care of them, for them, and their, and their Tefillah. Now, um, so regarding Limudat Torah, he was, uh, you know, the, the, in this book, there's a chapter, a very important chapter about not having any Tuma'av Avodah in your house. Crosses, even though there's a debate in halacha how much of Abu Dazara it is nowadays, but it definitely brings tumah. So any pictures that somebody has that has that has uh, hints of Abu Dazara, person gets rid of them. I mean, there's there's story, I story with my own Rosh Hashiva that when he was in uh, he was a Rosh Kolon next to and and uh, and he was having all types of nightmares. And he looked he looked around the apartment and and somewhere next to his in his room there was. Uh, there was there was actually pictures of Avodah Zarah. He got them out. He was able to sleep again. That's what Basile was very. He told many people, "You have problems in your life because you might have uh, pictures of Avodah Zarah. Get them out, and you'll see how uh, you'll see how much better your uh, your uh, your peace at home is going to be." Okay, so so here we get to his uh, his his love of Limuda Torah that we don't hear about enough. So that number one. Is that after his uh, his father was niftar, so the leadership fell to his brother, Babado. Now, Babado would seclude himself. Yeah, he would seclude himself in learning, and wouldn't really meet people. So what happens is that people had issues; they had problems. This guy, he, he, he this guy, his wife hit him. This guy, his uh, his neighbor bothered him. This guy needed a bracha for children, so they would all go visit Baba Sali because he was the next one in line. He was taking care of the stuff because his brother was hidden in the attic. So when when Baba Sali saw that people started coming and 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 consulting with him all day, he said, "I'm not able to learn." So he also went up in an attic without telling people where he is, and he would sit there and learn. For many, um, for many, many hours, and people wouldn't know where he is. Now, um, and there was a, a special person also. His name actually in, he came from Casablanca. His name was Shimon Maman. That he built a house and he put a, a room especially uh, for Baba Saleh that he knew 
that the Babasri would come there and he would he would seclude himself. One time he came from Motzei Pesach till till Chagas Shavuot, and he would he would learn over there. Nobody would bother him. Nobody would know where he is. Same thing. He had a certain room in the in the capital of Rabat, and uh, and 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 that's how he grew. You know, only later on in life he he said, "I'm I am enough of a built person that I'm able to uh, give to other people." He felt at the beginning, in order to be able to to be such a Ohev Yisrael the way that he was, such a lover of Yisrael the way he was, he first has to build himself up first and 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 uh, and learn. And it, th- those are those are crucial points. Now, <laughs> he it, <clears throat> obviously he he had a tremendous koach uh, of zikaron of remembering. He once said that he was blessed that any time he would see a page of Gemara, he would remember the the page of Gemara. And he, he, he was, it was known that, you know, people had questions in Tosfot, right away he'd be able to answer them. He was a Rosh Yeshiva most of his life. He had a, he, he had a very, very strict regimen, how he learned and how he wanted people to learn. And just to give, a, just to give a, two points on this, is that when he, uh, he, he went to Yerushalayim when he was in his younger years, so he met there with the great Rosh Yeshiva Porat Yosef, Rav Ezra Atiyah. Ezra Atiyah, was the was the, the the Rosh Hashiva that built many of the Sephardic Gedolim? Among them, Rav 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 Ovadia Yosef, uh, Rabbi Ben Siona Bashaul, and many many others. And they would learn together. They would learn together up to the point that 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 he was Rav Ezra was so moved by the level of learning of Baba Saleh. He said, "From now on, you're the Rosh Hashiva, not me." That's what he said. From now on, you're the Rosh Hashiva, not me. And uh, he, he once started learning with uh, Rabbi Yahya Dahan, uh, with a great, great Hasid Perek Kira in Masechet Shabbat. It's the third Perek. And it's a very, it's a deep Perek. And because of the great depth of, of, of Baba Saleh, Rabbi Yahya Dahan said, I can't handle it. You know, you're, you're, he's, he's going too deep for him. He, he, was, he, was, uh, he, was, uh, he was on a very, very um, high level. Rabbi Makhluf Krispin, who's uh, the friend of... Uh, of the, he's, a, he's, he's the son-in-law of Baba Saleh and he's, uh, he's, um, he's we, the family knows him well my family knows him well and he, when he was when he was going to get engaged to the daughter of Baba Meir Baba Saleh said wait a second first I'm going to test you and if you're not going to know I'm calling off the Shiduch he said it in a joke but he said I'm going to test you first but the test wasn't a joke for two hours straight he grilled him in all questions in Gemara, in, uh, in, in depth, and also in Bikyut, Midrashim, Midrashim that weren't known, until Baba Saleh said, okay, fine, I'm fine. So it's, it, wasn't, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't all fun and games over there. Now, um, The same thing too, uh, Baba Saleh asked Rabbi Makhluf Krispin that he should write all of the opinions that they're on on the topic of taking off ma'asir in, in Eretz Yisrael, ma'asir on fruits, which is complicated nowadays, the the way how to take it off. So Rabbi Makhluf wrote a whole, a whole, uh, a whole you know, um, chapter on it with uh, all, all of the different opinions. And, he, and Baba Saleh would write away sees his words, he says, take this off, put this, and he gave him Musar and told him the following. Whenever you're able to write, don't write in length when you're able to 
when you're able to shorten it. The shorter, the better. And if you're writing long, that shows that it's not clear to you yet. And that's what but Rashi is very short, but it encompasses a lot. So that's what he was. He would always stress that. If, and there is a few teshuvot actually printed over here that that he wrote. One of them is on the on the if there's an animal that was a firstborn, whether it has kedusha or not. There was a complicated question. And you see, he wrote. It was very. It's very hard to read his teshuvot. He he writes them very very bekitzur, and uh, he was like that. He was he was into writing much more bekitzur, and that there should be a lot of substance was written instead of writing a lot. Okay, there's a lot more to. Uh, there's a lot more to write. I mean, one last thing is that he did not like the fact of of, of taking positions his whole life of uh, of uh, of rabbinics, as it's written. So I'm a little bit of a hypocrite over here that I'm saying this, but he was <coughs> he was not happy with himself being a rav. He felt that um, that 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 if he sits and learns, things will be taken care of, and obviously for him it was and. Uh, that, so that's the chapter. Next week is going to be a very fun chapter. It's going to be on Seudot and Hilulot and how he conducted that. So that's amazing stuff. Hazaku Baruch and have a wonderful day. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.